Hi, this is Health Coach Wally Bishop, and welcome to Wellness with Wally. In this podcast, we talk about how to apply nutrition and lifestyle changes to reboot your health and happiness. In 2006, I weighed over 450 pounds, and I had many health problems. By learning about nutrition and adapting holistic, healthy living principles, I was able to lose more than 220 pounds, and I have kept it off. By adapting these natural holistic principles, I reversed many of my health problems including diabetes, obesity, high blood pressure to name just a few. Who better to coach you than someone who has faced the challenges you have and has actually beaten them? I received my training from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and American Fitness Professionals and Associates, where I studied a variety of dietary theories, nutrition, and practical lifestyle coaching methods. With my knowledge and experience together, we're going to co-create through this podcast a vision and path for you to achieve your health goals. And please remember, this podcast is not medical advice in any way. If you have medical conditions, please see your doctor. And please never stop taking prescription medications unless advised to do so by your doctor. Now, let's get right to the podcast. Welcome to podcast number three. Hi friends, welcome to today's podcast. This is your host, Wally Bishop, and let's just jump right in. Did you know one of the worst things people do when they want to lose weight is to start depriving themselves of the foods they really love? Because when you do that, you're automatically going to set up a psychological wall that says, I want to eat that. I know for me, After I had tried to lose weight so many times, every time I would start a new diet, I could barely make it through the weekend without quitting. In other words, I would make up my mind I'm going to start this coming Monday, and it seems like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday I would gorge myself on everything that I knew I was not going to be able to eat. So one of the worst things in the world for you to do is to deprive yourself. You have to remember what you want to do is add foods, not deprive yourself of foods. Because if you add foods that are nutritious and healthy, you're going to be satisfied. Your body and your taste is going to change. And you're not going to want those other foods as much. And it's going to take time for change to happen. But I promise you that it will if you will exercise a little bit of willpower, right? So that was my major tip for today is don't go into a diet. Well, first of all, I hate the word diet because that basically means you're going to attempt to lose weight either a certain number of pounds or for, for a certain period of time. And then once you have either achieved the time or the amount of weight loss you're looking for, you're going to stop and go back to the old diet you had. So I hate the word diet. Let's just use the word lifestyle. So when you go into a lifestyle change, forget about depriving yourself of anything. Just start adding some healthy food, right? Today, I really want to talk about fat-burning foods, foods you can add to your diet that are going to give you more energy, that are going to speed up your body's ability to get rid of excess fat. Now, if I would have known these things in the beginning, I would have been probably eating these like crazy because I would have done anything to lose the weight as fast as possible. I mean, isn't that what we all want? We want that magic pill, that magic solution, that magic elixir 
so we can drop 50 pounds in a month. Well, I just want to be honest and brutally frank. That is the wrong thing to do. That is the wrong mindset. The faster you lose it, the quicker it is coming back. I'm not kidding you. I've been down that road more than a dozen times. I probably lost over a thousand pounds and gained it all back. Right? So don't do that. You want fat burning food. So let's talk about some of my favorites are cruciferous veggies. Right? They are full of powerful antioxidants. They have a lot of fiber. They're full, rich in vitamins, your B vitamins, um, antioxidants, a lot of minerals. And let's see, what are they? They are kale and broccoli and cauliflower and Brussels sprouts and bok choy. And there's some other ones in there, but those are the major major ones. And you can roast them, you can steam them, you can eat any of them raw. And they make great additions to salads or just sauteed by themselves with some other food. You know, one of the big things now is cauliflower rice or even broccoli rice. I don't know if you've tried that yet or not, but I've replaced all my grains and I use cauliflower rice. And it's like tonight, I added cauliflower rice and pinto beans, and it was absolutely fantastic. I added some onions to it, and, I mean, it's amazing. For, for me, when I was growing up, rice and beans was a staple in our house. And I don't do the starchy grains anymore because, guess what, they make us fat. And so now I use cauliflower rice, and I get the same effect, the same the same taste, the same satisfaction I got when I was a kid. And it just is very warming and hearty and makes me think of old times. It's comfort food for me. I was able to replace that. And guess what? There is broccoli rice now, now too. You can also get zucchini noodles to replace things, right? Now, the great thing about these veggies that we're talking about is they're very low in calorie but very high in nutrient density, right? They're very high on the nutrient density scale. There's a scale called ANDI, A-N-D-I. And if you go to Whole Foods and some of the other stores, you will see that. And it stands for Aggregate, aggregate Nutrient Density Index, right? Aggregate Nutrient Density Index. And it goes from like 1 to 1,000. And most of these cruciferous veggies I'm talking about are way up close to a thousand matter of fact kale and i think collards and watercress are at a thousand and most of these other ones are very close so that means it has a broad spectrum of nutrients and very nutrient dense and anyway these foods are going to speed up your metabolism and speed up the rate at which you burn fat and give you the nutrients to do that that are going to convert carbs fats and protein to energy right another one certainly any any of your leafy greens spinach collards uh, mustard greens and mustard greens I forgot those those are cruci cruciferous veggie as well but all your leafy greens are super healthy romaine lettuce um, arugula watercress cabbage butterleaf lettuce the only one that's really not it's not that it's not healthy it just doesn't have much in it is iceberg it has a little vitamin C some fiber some water uh, a small amount of antioxidants, but really it's sort of a waste of money. I would get 
romaine or endive or the spring mix, one of those types of things, right? And those are very low calorie, very high nutrient density. Those are going to help you burn more foods. Here's another trick is most people don't think about, but apple cider vinegar, and I would get raw apple cider vinegar. In other words, not the stuff that, that you find in the bottle in the grocery store, but you want the stuff. I personally use Bragg's, B-R-A-G-G-S, apple cider vinegar. It still has the mother in it um, because it's been fermented, and it's, it's really, um, it's great. You can use it for salad dressings. You can put it on your foods. I know for my greens, I like a little apple cider vinegar in there. Um, and so what it does is it slows down the absor- absorption of blood sugar in your digestive system. If you take that with your meal, it delays the emptying of those sugars. So that means you don't have as big of a blood sugar spike after you eat. And so that would be great for diabetics, but it's really great for all of us. We want a nice, stable blood sugar level. We don't want these huge spikes, right? So apple cider vinegar can really help with that. Um, Many studies show that, and a lot of people do that. One of my favorites, I'll go ahead and tell you, I am a pepper head. I love hot peppers. In fact, we grow hot peppers. My wife has been great. She's got a garden full of all different types of of hot peppers. But cayenne pepper is mild, but it dilates blood vessels, and it speeds up our ability to burn fat. You don't have to use a whole lot. You don't have to overpower foods with it. Just add a little, just grab a raw pepper itself. I usually eat it with my meal. I don't eat it, you know, just straight up. I eat it with my meals, whether it's a sandwich or a bowl of soup or rice and beans or whatever, you know, a bite here and there. Or you can just take cayenne pepper powder and add that to your foods, right? And start with a little. And as you build up your tolerance, you can use more and more and it'll have more and more of an effect. Um, One of the things I do is I will add some cayenne pepper to my apple cider vinegar with a little bit of raw honey and some water and make that sort of a tonic. Um, That's also a great thing to do. Another one of my favorites is ground flaxseed or chia seeds. Both of these provide sort of the same thing. They're very high in omega-3 fatty acids. Um, They're a nutritional powerhouse. They, when you soak them in water, they swell a lot because um, they love water, right? Um, and so they make great puddings. They make shakes and smoothies thicker and more like a shake or a smoothie. Um, they help reduce hunger and sugar, sugar cravings because of their ability to swell in, in your, in your stomach or in your drink. Um, they also contain, uh, very powerful antioxidants and compounds that help prevent a number of diseases and illnesses. Um, And they're a great energy source for a workout, right? So I would certainly include those. You know, coconut oil every now and then gets a bad rap. So, you know, sometimes we don't know whether to believe is it good for us, is it not good for us. But what I can tell you is coconut oil has what are called medium chain triglycerides. And these are fats that are, are absorbed fairly quickly through our gut membrane and they provide really quick energy where most fatty acids have to be broken apart by uh, enzymatic action 
um, and then stored, right, we'll, we'll burn some in our bloodstream if we're exercising. But MCTs from like coconut oil are great for our, our gut, for our digestive lining, but they're also great for energy. Um, and they're sort of a neutral fat, right? Uh, they don't create um, cholesterol problems. They're sort of neutral from that standpoint. So I use it. I saute veggies with it um, instead of using olive oil or Pam or any of those kind of things. Um, the reason I like coconut oil is it is, a, it is a saturated fat. It's very hard to damage it when you're cooking. If you overheat olive oil, you can create trans fats through that process, through the heat. And coconut oil is much harder to damage with heat in your pan. There's another oil called ghee, which is clarified butter. It was originally made popular in, in India, but surprisingly, it is a fat-burning food as well. Now, like coconut oil, it has a high-temperature smoke point um, and can retain its phytonutrients during cooking. And the great thing about ghee is it's had all the water and all the milk properties removed from it. In other words, it doesn't have any casein or lactose. All the milk solids have been taken out in the water. It's just the good part from the butter itself. So certainly give that a try. In recipes where you'd want to use butter, I would use ghee, and that is spelled G-H-E-E. Now certainly we know citrus fruits like grapefruit have been known for years to help with weight loss and speed up our metabolism. The one thing you want to be careful about with grapefruit is if you're taking medications, make sure there is no contraindications on those medications for grapefruit. There are compounds in grapefruit that can interfere and conflict with some medications, right? So grapefruit can be great for us, just like navel oranges and tangerines, but grapefruits in particular, because they're lower in sugar, um, are going to help speed up our metabolism. They're very rich in vitamin C and other bioflavonoids, which are type of antioxidants that are really, really, really good for us, right? Um, any of your vegetables, cucumbers, carrots, beets, um, asparagus in particular, are going to be great for speeding up your metabolism. Radishes as well. Uh, even tomatoes. Tomatoes are one of these. It's really a fruit, but we use it like a vegetable. Um, it's, it's a powerhouse of nutrition, right? So really you can't go wrong with any vegetable as long as, is, as, long as it is a what we call a non-starch or a low-starch veggie. You can have any of those unlimited any time, right? So when I make a smoothie or a juice, I love to use cucumber. And I love to use carrot, and I'll throw some green apple in there. I'll throw some strawberries in there, a big clump of spinach and a big clump of kale and some watercress, some ginger and some lemon, and a dash of cayenne. And that is a powerful, powerful juice or, or smoothie that you can make. Ginger is a spice. Um, I like to get the whole root and either make my own tea or I will put it in the juicer with my juice. It's great at, at speeding up our metabolism. It's very, very rich and very powerful antioxidants. If you grate it on a grater and put it in a 
one of those little tea strainers. You can make your own ginger tea. You can also buy powdered ginger. I would certainly recommend getting organic. And you can sprinkle that on all types of foods to give it that extra little kick and zest. So ginger is really good for us. So let's talk about some other a little bit starchier foods that also boost our metabolism. One of those would be sweet potatoes, much more so than white potatoes. Sweet potatoes are rich in fiber. They're rich in many antioxidants called beta carotenes. Um, and the great thing about sweet potatoes is they are a, a slow blood sugar response starch, right? Which means it's going to give you longer lasting energy and not create blood sugar spikes like you'd see from maybe white potatoes or pasta, that type of thing. So sweet potatoes can be part of a very healthy diet and give you energy and still not create huge blood, sh blood sugar swings. Another one would be beans or lentils, and lentils in particular are very rich in certain antioxidants and great fiber and also a great source of protein. Protein speeds up our fat burning ability as well. So lentils are a great choice and lentils are easier to digest than some beans and don't take nearly as long to cook and you can use a variety of ingredients with them. Another one would be avocados. Now, avocados aren't very starchy but they are very fatty but avocados of course we make guacamole out of those right for me I just love a little bit of lime juice a little bit of cumin some Himalayan salt and I can use that as a sandwich spread I can use it for for a dip all types of things it's one of my favorite things great thing is it's very rich in vitamin B6 which sort of counteracts the the, um, the fat building uh, effects of too much cortisol um, so it helps reduce the cortisol in effect. It's also full of monounsaturated fats, which are very healthy for us. And that healthy fat, fat may actually help prevent body fat distribution around the belly uh, by downregulating certain fat genes, according to research from the journal Diabetes Care. So it's also uh, very satiating because it is one of the highest fiber foods. So avocados and guacamole can be certainly very very good for us we talked about tomatoes earlier you could throw tomato tomatoes and onions and all these other great things in your guacamole um, one of the other things is green tea or white tea or matcha tea I don't know if you've heard of matcha m-a-t-c-h-a matcha tea is actually the green tea leaf ground up into a fine powder take a spoonful of that and mix it in your water so you're getting actually the whole green tea leaf you get everything with that all the antioxidants and everything when you brew a tea ground up tea leaves you're basically getting the essential oils from that tea so it's not quite as effective but still very good there are compounds and green teas and white teas that are very powerful um, that are very disease and illness protective for us and they actually do speed up our metabolism a good bit. There's a small amount of caffeine, but there are other things in there that help boost our metabolic activity to help us burn more fat and lose more weight. One of my absolute favorites is dark chocolate. Now, I, I always say your dark chocolate needs to be at least 75% dark or higher and no milk in that chocolate whatsoever. Turn it over, read the ingredient labels. You don't want to see anything that says milk solids, right? 
you want just good dark chocolate. Um, I typically go for the 85% to 90% dark chocolate. It has lower sugar, and I go for brands that don't have the milk solids in them. Dark chocolate is the highest antioxidant rated food, especially when you get it in the raw form we call cacao. Or, you know, you can get cacao beans. That is the ultimate source of antioxidant and power. Chocolate is also very rich in a lot of vitamins and minerals. It is truly a real superfood, and it builds our immune system up. It also speeds up our metabolism. It's great for reducing blood pressure, taking that pressure off of our heart. It's rich in magnesium, which helps us relax. There are all kinds of great things about dark chocolate. But please do not get the milk chocolate or the chocolates full of sugar. Those are going to just undermine the really healthy effects of of the dark chocolate. When it comes to fruits, berries are the ones to go to. Strawberries, raspberries, blackberries, blueberries, boysenberries, any kind of berry is low in sugar, high in fiber, full of antioxidants, and they are going to also help raise metabolism. They're going to help raise your metabolism so you burn more fat. They're also very, very heart protective and cancer protective. Um, and so you certainly want to include um, berries in your diet. Now, if you're an animal eater, I've been giving you basically vegan tips. But I would also, if you're an animal eater, I would include pastured eggs. Eggs have, especially if they're pastured, and I'm not talking about cage-free. I'm talking pastured. When I use the term cage-free, that just means they're in a barn with another 100,000 chickens. Pastured means they're out in the field eating the food they would normally eat if they were out wild, right? And the yolk is gonna be a deeper golden orange color. They're gonna have healthier fats in them. And it's a great source of protein. And all those things are gonna add up to a food that will help boost your metabolism, um, particularly the protein that's in there. And the it's gonna contain more heart healthy fats. Um, salmon. Now, you have to be careful with some fish because it can have contaminants in it. Um, but the smaller types of salmon are going to be better. Salmon is very rich in omega-3 fatty acids and has some antioxidant value to it because of its color. But please make sure it is only wild caught. Never, ever, ever, ever get farm-raised fish of any kind. Always wild caught. Always. When it's farm-raised, they're feeding it basically the equivalent of fast food with very little nutrition in it. Whey protein is another product, but you want a good cross-flow filtered whey protein that has the lactose and all the casein removed. The whey itself is fine. And as you probably already know, I'm very particular about eating dairy products. I don't do them. But whey protein, when done right, is good. And I highly recommend, only recommend, our product, VivShake. It not only has cross-microflow filtered whey that doesn't have any cholesterol, casein, or lactose, but it's also made from plants. It's actually a whole food powdered drink mix that tastes great gives you all your vitamins and minerals. We also have our own whey product, Ultra 
whey protein plus that is the same highest quality protein you can get without all the negative effects of dairy. So give that a try, vivshake.com. I know there are a lot of meat eaters out there listening to me, so I'll tell you when it comes to red meat, please make sure it is pastured, organic, grass-fed meat. Now certainly, if you can get wild game like venison, that would be ideal because you know it hasn't been fed anything bad or exposed to anything bad. But if you're going to get processed beef, make sure it is organic grass-fed beef. The great thing about grass-fed beef is it has higher amounts of omega-3 fatty acids naturally occurring and also a compound called CLA, conjugated lolianic acid. Conjugated lolianic acid has been shown through studies to actually help make us leaner, help increase our fat burn. And I haven't mentioned grains yet because I typically don't eat grains and I don't really recommend them for the majority of my clients because they have a tendency to create digestive issues for many people. But if you're going to do grains, the best ones would certainly be quinoa. It is a complete protein source. It is a high energy food. And high-energy foods are going to help us burn fat better and increase our metabolism. And another one would be wild rice. Wild rice is different than brown rice or white rice and that it's more of a seed as opposed to actually being a grain. Quinoa and wild rice are both what we call sort of pseudo-grains. They have similar grain properties but aren't really quite a grain. They have a much lower blood sugar impact than typical grains do. So today we've talked about a number of foods, a lot of veggies, some starchy veggies, some nuts and seeds, some whole grains, some animal proteins to give you an idea of the best foods for your metabolism, the best foods that are going to speed up your metabolic rate so you can burn more fat around the clock. Certainly you know, exercise is another subject and water is another subject, but this will give you some foods to add to your daily regimen that will help boost your metabolism. Before we go, I want to encourage you to reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your feedback on what we're doing. If there's anything you'd love for us to talk about, I'd love to hear what that is so we can do it for you. I want to be able to give you what you need. You can reach me on Facebook at Wally Bishop Health Coach. Wally is W-A-L-L-Y. You can also reach me at my website, which is wellnesswithwally.com. Again, I'd love to hear your messages. And one of the most important messages I want to impart to you today, which I always do, is give. Get your vitamin L. The only way we get it is by giving Practice the act of spontaneous giving. Enrich somebody else's life, and it will enrich yours. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Until next time, bring joy, bring laughter, and you can make somebody's world better. Bye-bye.